You know, it's so cliche and, and you, you know, people say, oh, if you really love what you're doing, it's not work. But it, it, it really is true. You know, I, I go to show MD and I work and I take care of people. And I mean, it really isn't work. It's like, for me, it's just fun. Like I'm helping people that, that, you know, might not even otherwise go to the doctor and I'm understanding what's wrong with them. And I mean, most of the people, honestly, that I take care of, like, they have my cell phone number, and but no one calls me and bothers me, no one abuses it, you know, and it's just like, I think, I think if you love, love something, and, and there's a way that you can do it, and, you know, make a business out of it, I think, I think, you know, you should go for it. Because if you don't try, what's, you're never going to know if you might have succeeded. Are you a health professional wanting to explore all the options life has to offer? Then you've come to the right place. The Balanced Medics Handover podcast is all about living outside the box of what we've been told. I'm Isabella, your host, a junior doctor from Australia and trained coach. I'll be interviewing health professionals from all walks of life, artists, authors, non-clinical specialists, and more. These stories show that our choices are endless. Let's take the journey together. This is The Handover. Hello and welcome back to the Balance Medics Handover podcast. This episode, we have Dr. Barb Blasco, an emergency medicine specialist who combined medicine with her love for horses through her company, ShowMD. ShowMD is a mobile health healthcare service for equestrian sports events. Barb is on to share her unique journey through medicine, and I'm really grateful to have her here so without further ado, let's hand over to Barb. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being on here. Um, before we get started, where are you calling in from? I'm calling in from California uh, in the United States. Um, it's usually nice and warm today. It's a little cold here, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for connecting from the other side of the world, the other side of the Pacific. Um, now, I start the pod with the same question. Uh, can you share your journey through medicine and how you got to where you are now? Sure. Um, so it's it's a little long, I guess. I've been doing medicine for a while. Um, I guess I should start by saying I've ridden horses. Uh, I've been a competitive equestrian for my whole life. Um, uh, when I was in you know, in grammar school, I was lucky to get my first horse and um, had a horse all through um, high school. Uh, in college, I kept riding horses. I didn't have my own, but I rode on an equestrian team and kept riding. And even all throughout medical school, um, people thought I was crazy because we'd be everyone would be studying for a test like the next day, and I would just go ride my horse and uh, you know take a break. And I think I think it kept me sane through all of the the studies and everything. Um, I went in, uh, to med school in, in New York on Long Island and then decided it was way too freezing cold to live there uh, in New York. So I came to California uh, back in 1995 to do my residency in emergency medicine. Um, I did ride a little in residency, but not as much as I would have liked. Um, and uh, after residency, I started working as an attending in uh, an emergency department uh, in California. And after a few years, I decided it was time to start, you know, riding my horse again. Um, so I got another horse and kept riding and working. Um, throughout the years of riding at horse shows and um, competitions, people got to know me and they 
figured out I was a doctor, even though I tried to kind of keep it on the down low, because, you know, you just sort of want to keep your hobbies separate. And um, finally, people, you know, they kind of started asking me questions here and there. And I got to the point where I was bringing a little knapsack around to the horse shows and helping people out. I'd have a stethoscope and some bandage stuff and some suture stuff and um, just had stuff with me because if someone got hurt or really needed help, I wanted to help them. Um, but it wasn't a formal business. Um, I did keep some records in terms of, you know, charting and such. And, you know, I didn't do anything like crazy where I thought someone was going to sue me. Um, and then finally, uh, a couple people, you know, just really started encouraging me to, um, you know, really um, actually do it as a business and, you know, make something that was more formal. Um, so in, uh, in, 2020, uh, right when the pandemic started, I, I opened my business and it was just coincidental. I spent all of 2019 setting it up. Um, and then I got all of my, um, my supplies and I have a mobile medical trailer. Um, and that arrived, I think in March of, of 20, uh, 2020. So the pandemic was, uh, you know, just starting and I was trying to start my business. Um, but, uh, but it was okay. It was okay. Um, so I opened up a mobile medical, uh, practice that I started out of a, it's a pretty much like a F450 box truck that's set up to be, you know, a little mini urgent care. And I would go to the equestrian events, to the horse shows, uh, they usually run from anywhere from, you know, two weeks at a time to up to 10 weeks at a time. So, uh, we'd be set up and, um, gradually, gradually I, I, you know, grew the business and people got to know me. And, um, just this year, uh, I actually op opened a, a permanent, an office building at one of the horse shows where there's many, many weeks of competition. So, um, I built an office building there and, uh, so it's, it's really grown and it's, it's just been amazing. Wow, that's such a great story. Um, and I can really see a love for, for horses and horse riding coming through as you share it. Um, I'm just curious how, because you're saying at first you're kind of keeping it separate, being a doctor, horse riding. Um, what what was the switch for you when you started to kind of merge those two identities and just tell everyone like what you're doing? I think enough people started, you know, to ask me for help. And I realized that I really loved being a doctor for, for equestrians. And I loved helping them. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I love being an emergency medicine doctor, but there was just a different level of, you know, communication. There was a different level of understanding. Um, you know, riding horses is like a very niche industry. Um, you know, there's just certain nuances that, that you experience when you ride. Um, if you fall off a horse, there's like lots of things that can occur. Um, and, you know, for people that ride horses, um, you know, they don't really want to translate what they what happened to them or, or what they're what they've been doing to someone that completely doesn't understand. And and with me, they could just tell me what happened. They could show me their video of their their injury or how they fell off or their horse crashed through a jump and, and then they were on the ground. And, you know, we could we could watch it and I would understand it. And it was just such a different level of communication. You know, it's probably if, if someone, you know, speaks Spanish and I don't speak Spanish and, you know, another doctor speaks Spanish, it's just like a completely mm -hmm. different relationship. 
Um, and enough people started asking me for help that I thought maybe I could actually do this. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I'm curious for the doctor community, like maybe you were working in the ED, were you always open about your your passion for horse riding and being in the equestrian community? Oh, yeah. Everyone knows I ride horses. <laughs> I mean, I work at a trauma center and, you know, if we get a horse injury, everyone was everyone looks around and says, <laughs> Where, where's Barb? Where's Barb? This is her patient, you know. So, so yeah, so everyone knows I ride horses. Um and I've been injured on my horse, you know, I've, I've broken bones and I've had horse injuries. So yeah, everyone knows I ride. Okay, cool, cool. I just wanted to know if like both worlds, you're like, you've merged yeah. both worlds now. Oh yeah, yeah um, everyone knows at, at work, yeah. Now, I, I, this might take you back many years, but why medicine? Why did you choose it? Um, so I, I became a doctor, I, I think mostly because my mom, um, got cancer when I was 14. Uh, she was diagnosed with lung cancer. And I got exposed to medicine kind of in a, you know, roundabout way, just experiencing her illness and going through, you know, her treatment and chemo and radiation and, and all of that. And I think that it, you know, she had some really great doctors that that helped her. Um, and I think that you know, being exposed to them and also seeing what she went through really made me want to help people. Wow. Wow. I'm sorry to hear that. And, but I can see that it's um, a really deep meaning for you to, to go into medicine. Um, and, and what drew you to emergency medicine as a specialty? Um, you know, I, I did kind of like everything. It's sort of like the cliche med student answer, but you know, I liked all of the specialties. Um, I liked everything. I loved surgery, but I knew that, that I'd didn't want those hours. Um, I didn't want to have that lifestyle. I knew I wanted to ride horses. Um, I knew they'd always be a part of my life and I wanted a career where I could still ride horses and, and do that. Um, and in my fourth year of med, med school, I actually, my first rotation was emergency medicine. I hadn't done it. And then right when I did it, like the first day, I still remember how I felt. I was like, all right, this is where I belong. This is what <laughs> I should do. This makes sense to me. I get it. And, um, and that was it. Oh, that's so great that you had that moment. You're like, yes, this is it. This is where yeah. I belong. Yeah. I love that. Um, and how about horse riding? How did you get into that? Um, you know, that fateful day when you went to a birthday party and they had ponies and, you know, you got to ride a pony. Um, I was actually looking through some pictures the other day and I found the picture of me on this pony at a party um, with my dad, like walking beside me. And I remember after that, after that day, I was like five years old and I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. I want to ride <laughs> horses, you know? And, and, you know, my parents dragged me to like swimming and like, you know, gymnastics and ice skating and all this other stuff. And I was like, no, I just want to ride horses. It was another moment, like the ED moment where, yeah, this is it. This is what this I want to do. Yep. Oh, that's great. Um, and, and how about inspiring you? What inspired you to start your own business? How did that happen? Well, I mean, like I said, you know, enough people were asking me for medical help. Um, and, you know, medicine has changed quite a bit, um, you know, since the time I started. Um, and it has become a lot more difficult to practice medicine. Um, you know, when I started, there was no EMR. I mean, there wasn't even internet, there wasn't cell phones, you know, and all that stuff's great, but it really complicates things. Um, and 
to be honest with you, I just, I wanted to do something where I felt like I was going to have a meaningful relationship with patients and a personal relationship. Um, and emergency medicine is definitely, you know, not that. Um, and I just felt like when I, you know, when I would help people at the horse show, I felt like it was just what I should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm curious, do you still work in emergency medicine in a hospital with ShowMD or? I do. I don't work much. I don't really have to work. Um, I work because I work, um, we're a community hospital, but we have uh, academics and we work with residents and I really love teaching them and I love working with them. Um, and I also teach them about business and I teach them about, you know, other stuff like that's not medicine related, like life stuff that's really important. Um, and so, yeah, so I still do love emergency medicine. Um, I don't really have to do it if I don't want to, uh, but I, I still do love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, and I can say that starting a business was a similar thing. Like, yep, this is it. This is the right thing to do that kind of feeling. Um, and I was going to ask how you came up with the idea of, of show MD, but I think we've definitely covered that, that it was a, it was an organic thing. Yeah, totally. It was just natural. It was like, hey, we need this. And people, you know, they kept telling me, you know, how great it would be. And even now, you know, they, they come in and they get help. And they're just so happy that that there's someone there that that can help them that understands them. And it also means they don't have to leave the actual horse show grounds. Um, and I know, you know, people probably don't know too much about horse shows, but like people will literally live in an RV for, you know, anywhere from two weeks to three months uh, at a horse show on the grounds. And, you know, all they do that whole time is they, you know, they ride horses and they compete. Um, and if they don't have to leave and go find some urgent care or, you know, or, you know, I can't do ER stuff, obviously, but if they don't have to go find an urgent care, you know, they'd just much rather get their care, you know, with me at the horse show. Yeah. And I had no idea that horse shows ran that long, like up to three months. That's, mm -hmm. that's a long time. Yeah, it is a long time. Yeah. Um, now when you were, like, okay, I'm going to make this a formal business. Did you have any fears or barriers before doing that step? Oh, sure. I mean, it's, you know, obviously I'd never had my own practice. Um, I've had a business before. I had a software company that I started and, and ended up selling. Um, so I had some business experience. Um, I didn't have medical office experience, but um, I had a really great team of people that were around me that helped me. Um, and of course you're, you know, you're scared because financially you're like, Hey, is this going to work? Am I going to put all this money into it? You know? Um, and, and it's not going to work, but I also knew that I was still working in the emergency department. I still had that. I still had income. So just, you know, gradually, gradually, uh, show MD, um, grew and I just kept, you know, reinvesting money back into the business. Um, and you know, like, buying supplies. Like I have, I actually have two x-ray machines. I have an x-ray machine that's in the mobile trailer. I have an x-ray machine that's in my, you know, my, my office clinic. Um, so, you know, it just kept sort of growing and growing and, um, yeah, but I was scared, of course. I mean, it's doing something completely different. Yeah. That's it. Going into the full business entrepreneur mode. Um, and, how long did it take between starting ChoMD to where you are now, where you don't need to work in the ER that much? You're you're more in ChoMD. 
so I, I my first horse show, my first show with Show MD was um, I think it was May of 2020. So May of 2020. Um, and I mean, this year, you know, I'm, you know, I'm profitable. Like I said, I, I don't have to work, uh, in the ER. I have a full-time office manager. Um, I have like a full-time social media and marketing person. Um, you know, I have, obviously I have nurses that work for me, you know, uh, you know, part-time when they, when we have horse shows and stuff, but you know, I, I've really grown the business and expanded and added people that have been, you know, instrumental in, in, you know, in the success. Wow. It sounds like it's really flourishing right now. Um, now the other question I had was how did you overcome any of those barriers or fears to go for it and get to where it is now? You know, I, I, um, I talked to people in, in actually in the horse show industry that, that said, you know, Hey, you know, we're going to support you, whatever you need to grow the business, like marketing promotion, you know, whatever you need to, um, help it grow. We're going to be there. Um, as, as, you know, soon as, you know, a year into the business, I had people asking if they could invest. I had so many people, they would come in, they would get care. They would say, Hey, I want to be part of this. You know, I want to be an investor. And the horse show world is filled with people that have a lot of disposable income, (laughs) very wealthy (laughs) people, ride horses. Um, you know, my business is cash based, um, for the most part, you know, I don't charge a, a ton of money, but I mean, for the most part, you know, even if someone walks out and, and their bill for, you know, seeing me and doing an x-ray or medication or whatever, even if it's over $600, like most of them don't even blink. They're just like, okay, no problem. You know, so, so I had a lot of people who believed in me, um, you know, that I knew. And I also had a lot of people that I didn't know that, that would just come in and say, Hey man, this is a great idea. Like, like, how do I get into it? How do you, you know, will you, will you take my investment money? And I was like, no, I will not take anybody's (laughs) money. I don't want, you know, I don't want to answer to anybody. This is my Mm. business, you know? And so I was grateful that I didn't have to take anybody's money. Um, because in the previous business I had, I did have investors and it was really just not, what I wanted to do in terms of answering to people, you know? Um, and, and I just felt like people were, people believed in it. And just even like last, um, December I was, uh, in, in the beginning of this month, I was at a horse show and, um, I took care of somebody and, and their, their parents own a, a very, very big, um, software company that everybody uses. And I'm not going to say what it is, but almost like everybody uses their software. And, he was like, Hey, you know, do you want to sell this business? And I said, no, I don't want to sell this business. You know? So I think that having, you know, people that are even strangers to you when they believe in it in a certain way, um, I think that gives you the courage to like, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing to hear that there's so, there's so many people external to you that were like on board from, from really early days. Um, what what would you say to a doctor who is thinking about opening up a business that has an idea to merge their passions in a way that you did? You know, it's so cliche, and and you you know people say, oh, if you really love what you're doing, it's not work. But it 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 really is true. You know, I I go to show MD and I work and I take care of people, and I mean, it really isn't work. It's like 
for me, it's just fun. Like I'm helping people that, that, you know, might not even otherwise go to the doctor and I'm understanding what's wrong with them. And I mean, most of the people, honestly, that I take care of, like they have my cell phone number and, but no one calls me and bothers me no one abuses it, you know? And it's just like, I think, I think if you love, love something and, and there's a way that you can do it and, you know, make a business out of it, I think, I think, you know, you should go for it because if you don't try, what's, you're never going to know if you might've succeeded. Yeah, that's true. If you don't, if you don't give it a go, you'll never know if it, if it would have worked or not. Um, and I feel like in your case anyway, just your, your passion for the industry really shines through and then people get drawn to it and get on board with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they know I love it. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and do you have any like little tips for someone that is going to start a business, you know, for, for getting started, what, what they should think about or or do? I think that you should find a mentor, somebody that's done something business wise, even maybe something in the same industry so that you're not like feeling alone about it. Um, I think that joining a business school like Entree MD business school is, is an amazing way to have a community of people that are kind of in the same, same boat as you and learning from them. I think if you try to do it by yourself, then it's, um, it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. That's really great. Having a mentor, getting the help that you need in that way and and having a community. Yeah. Um, now I ask this question of everyone that comes on, what is balance to you? So I think, you know, balance is having time for yourself. Like I'm a big workout person. Um, I go to the gym almost every day. I also ride my horse like four days a week. Um, I don't have kids. Um, so I think I have more time than maybe some other people, but you know, I think, I think you have to have time for yourself. Um, whether that's just doing a hobby that you love or doing something for yourself where you can be alone with yourself and whatever you're doing. Um, I think that, uh, you know, doing something you love makes it even, even better. I think you need to sleep. Um, I'm a big proponent of getting enough sleep, um, and, you know, trying to live a healthy life with healthy food and exercise. Um, so yeah, I think work, workaholics are probably not balanced people. (laughs) But possibly not. Possibly not. I, I love the sleep part. I am also a big believer in getting a lot of sleep. So it's very important. Now, is there anything else you'd like to add that you think would benefit the listeners? I think, you know, it's pretty scary to try to think of, of starting a business and doing things like, you know, on your own. Um, you know, for me, it, it just gave me a great freedom um, to be able to answer to myself and, and not, you know, other people. Um, and I think, you know, really, if you have somebody that you can lean on and that you can, you know, talk to, um, and that will give you support um, and confidence, I think that's really important. Yeah, yeah, the network that you have, the people around you, that's so key. Um, now, are you happy for people to reach out to you or how can people find you if they want to learn more about what you do? Uh, sure. So they can go on my website, which is uh, showmd.org, uh, or you can email me at barb 
at showmd.org. Great, great. Thank you for that. I'll put that all in the show notes. Um, And thank you for coming on. It's been really great to hear your story and I think it will really benefit all those listening to see what you can do with your interests and, and passions. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. You've been listening to the Balance Medics Handover podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, I'd love for you to take a minute to rate and review this podcast and click the follow button. For more resources, check out the Balance Medics website. The link to this will be in the show notes below. See you next episode.